Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show for Saturday, December 4th, Championship Saturday. And we got some exciting matchups here. The playoffs are seemingly wide open. Really, Georgia feels like the only team that's, you know, 100% cashed their ticket. So, um, going to be some interesting games and some bets that I absolutely love here. So, let's just jump right into it. I'm Now, the first game of the day, the Big 12 Championship from AT&T Stadium down in Arlington, Texas. Baylor taking on Oklahoma State. Baylor 10-2 on the year. Oklahoma State 11-1. And, you know, it was a huge rebound year for Baylor, a team that went 2-7 and seven last year. Really just in a very impressive turnaround. They did lose to this Oklahoma State team once already this season. Um, also, they'll have a loss to TCU, which, you know, is not a, a great loss looking back at it now. Um, and really, the reason I think Baylor had so much success this year outside of maybe those two games was that the coaching staff you know having that full offseason really been able to to get everything in place it was you know a major major turnaround and we saw a lot of teams not really be able to take that step forward and, and they certainly did this year Gary Bohannon has been decent enough at quarterback 2160 yards on the year 17 touchdowns for him Tyquan Thornton um, leads the team in receiving with 875 yards and eight touchdowns himself so you know offensively they've been impressive um, they were impressive last season but you know they, they've just continued that success um, Abraham Smith has done a really good job rushing the ball for this team over 1300 yards on the year for him and offensively they're scoring points pretty well you know 33.4 points per game is nothing to sneeze at um offensively they're moving the ball well 6.54 yards per play so not a whole lot i complain about about this baylor offense and i, I i'm not gonna say i'm complaining about the oklahoma state offense but it's just not what it has been in the past but they're still 11 and one um, only loss of the season came against an Iowa state team. Um, and, you know, they finished the, the last year with a record of eight and three. So, you know, they did make an improvement this year, no doubt. And they had a great win last week in Bedlam beating Oklahoma, um, you know, fought that one off. Um, you can say whatever you want, get a little bit of luck from the rest. But um, at the end of the day, they won the game. And, and while their offense hasn't been explosive, you know, Spencer Sanders has only passed for 2,200 yards, 16 touchdowns on the year. They're finding ways to score points and their defense is really coming through. But on the offensive side of the ball, Tate Martin has done a pretty good job at receiver, 854 yards on the year for him. Um, Jalen Warren running the ball has also done a really good job, 1,100 yards rushing. And offensively, they're, they're really right up there with Baylor, even though it might not be a Mike Gundy explosive offense like we've seen in the past. 31.8 yards or points per game, um, 5.54 yards per play could be a little bit higher. But like I said, Oklahoma State was a monster on defense this year. They returned pretty much everyone from last year's team, a team that, you know, finished with that eight and three record. And um, they've been dominant, you know, holding teams to 15.5 points per game in the Big 12. That is dang, dang impressive. Um, also only allowing 4.37 yards per play. And, and really, this would be a huge win for this Oklahoma State team. It would more than likely push them into the playoffs, um, you know, because I, I really don't see the committee leaving out a one loss Big 12 champion. Um, and while Baylor might not have a a playoff spot to contend for they're they're playing for you know a, a new year's day game um something like that and, and defensively they haven't been horrible either you know they returned nine starters on defense also um and they've held teams to 17.92 points per game um giving up a little bit more yardage though 5.47 yards per play and i think that's ultimately what's going to have baylor struggling in this game and let's be honest, these two teams here in the last, I don't know, five, six weeks of the season, really the second half of the season, the heart of Big 12 play, if you will, um, Baylor really didn't impress me. You know, they played a lot of close games, made some, a lot of stupid decisions, and, and really just didn't look like a super polished team at times. Oklahoma State, on the other hand, you know, leading into that Oklahoma game was blowing teams out. Granted, Oklahoma kept it a little closer. I think Baylor um, won't do as well as they did, but but could, you know, keep it a little bit better than, you know, say TCU or Texas or whoever. Um, but... I, at the end of the day, 
Oklahoma State is just such a dominant force on the defensive side of the ball. They honestly just have so much more to play for in this game. And, and really, I just think they're straight up the better team. So give me Oklahoma State minus five and a half here against Baylor. Now, the second game on the card, the Sun Belt Championship, Appalachian State taking on Louisiana Lafayette. This game is a home game for uh, ULL coming at Cajun Field in Lafayette, Louisiana. Appalachian State comes into this game 10 and 2 on the season, ULL 11 and 1. And um, these teams obviously played earlier in the season, you know, ULL coming out huge in that victory. But, you know, Appalachian State after that victory was a really really solid football team they routed off six straight wins to finish the season and they were dang good wins to, to say that you can't really say the same about what ull did granted they won games their only loss of the season came week one against texas um but they weren't as as dominant and that's really why we see appalachian state being the favorite yet again in this game um and app state's shown to be one of the best teams in the group of five no doubt sean clark has had not had less than 10 wins um or nine wins rather since 2015 doing a really good job there and in the offensive been explosive yet again this year they returned a lot of guys from last year including chase bryce who has passed for 2900 yards this season and and in their wide receiver trio is probably the best in the sun belt and i would say it contends with a lot of teams um in the entire fbs you know sutton and again williams all three have been studs at the wide receiver position putting down 700 yards um a piece and, and overall it's really just been impressive what they've done nato wells also done a really good job rushing the ball over a thousand yards on the ground for him and and offensively they do a great job moving the ball 6.29 yards per play um i am a little surprised 33 points per game is by no means bad at all uh, i am a little surprised that that number didn't end up being a little bit higher with just how explosive they have been but um here they are in the championship 10 and 2 not a bad season at all for ull obviously billy napier takes the job at florida um but he's you know says he's going to be coaching this game that, that's at the moment what we know so um you know he had a great year here with ull um and while they haven't you know you know won big this season they found ways to get it done they, they've you know stayed in games and, and really just done what they've had to do um to, to get here to the championship and, and levi lewis has done a really good job in that role 2400 yards 18 touchdowns on the year for him um and while they might not be you know the most explosive passing team in the world for ull they're really good rushing the ball johnson and smith a great running back duel both over 700 yards um but they, again they could do more passing and, and it's kind of shows you know they're only putting up 28.85 points per game um you know app state definitely has outscored them this year and and, and you know if the offense plays as well as they did in that first meeting there's no doubt in my mind that ull is going to win this game um and the defense has definitely improved from non-conference play you know they're only allowing 17.08 points per game um also only allowing 5.15 yards per play and you know app state well you, you they haven't been horrible on the defense side of the ball um in fact they've, they've had similar numbers you know only allowing 17.46 yards per play um or, or points per game 4.94 yards per play I just don't love this App State team, and I, I don't know how to really put it into words. Um, they've had impressive wins, you know, but it all comes back to that first game. Granted, I, I know I can't put too much credit in that first game. We were, I mean, we were on App State in that first game, but maybe I'm just trying to to get on the right side of things. But Billy Napier in this ULL team, even though they they've had some some you know closer games as of late, they've just impressed the hell out of me. The way they play football, um, you know, and I'm just really in the last few weeks of the season here, um, really just have leaned ULL heavily, and, and I think they keep it close here. I think this game will be much closer than that first meeting. I don't think ULL is going to go out there and, and put up 40 on them and win by like 30 or whatever that, that final score ended up beating. I think it'll be a much closer game. Um, 
but I think it's anyone's ball game. I, I think it probably comes down to the last possession. And, and if it does, I would much rather have the underdog in that situation. So give me ULL plus three here against App State. Next up, we move to the SEC Championship, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. We got Georgia taking on Alabama. Georgia undefeated 12-0 on the year, Alabama 11-1. And, um, you know, this Georgia team finds themselves back in the SEC Championship game after missing it last year. And Kirby Smart really has this team looking dang, dang impressive. And and while their offense hasn't, you know, been world-beating by any means, obviously Stetson Bennett um, has done a really good job replacing JT Daniels, who got injured halfway through the year. Um They've just been a great team defensively. They have they have been the the best team of the nation, undoubtedly. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can say about that. And and while Bama hasn't been a bad team, they you know they obviously entered this season off of that national championship win. Um, their wins just haven't felt as impressive, even though they are 11 and one, and you know we're we're three points away from from beating Texas A&M. They just lost so much talent this year that it just didn't feel like the same team. You know, so many guys got drafted last year. And, and while there's always fresh talent in Tuscaloosa, you always have four and five star recruits coming through the door. And you're always going to be, you know, a top five team in the country, at least top 10 team. And, and they find themselves there again. I mean, they're in the SEC championship. And if, if they win, they're in the playoffs. So um, it's hard to it's hard to hate on Alabama too much. Um, but I, I don't know that Bill O'Brien has, has really been super impressive calling plays this year you know while Bryce Young does have 3,900 yards on the year and in 40 touchdowns I haven't been super impressive with with what I've seen from Alabama looking back especially in that Auburn game you know Auburn was a few mistakes away from you know winning the football game um, and Bama comes cruising back wins in double overtime Jameson Williams put up 1,200 yards for this team um, Brian Robinson Jr. has also rushed for over a thousand yards and, and while Alabama is scoring 39 points per game um, and moving you know the ball 6.64 yards per play I don't think they're going to be able to do anywhere near that here against Georgia, you know. Um, and while Georgia is definitely a defensive team, they haven't been bad on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, we said Stetson Bitten, you know, um, ha- or Bennett has had a good year this year. Um, a running back group that is that is always strong. Jamar White leads that group with 691 yards, um, and they have some of the best wide receiver talent in the year in, in the country. Um, their offensive line has only given up eight sacks this entire season, and offensively, they're putting up 37.54 points per game. So we're really on pace with what Alabama is doing. And that's why the fact that they, they've had such a dominant defense, I just can't bet on Alabama here. You know, Georgia is only giving up 6.38 points per game. Georgia gives up less than a touchdown per game in the SEC. That is absolutely insane. And, and they're only giving up 3.69 yards per play. I mean, that, that that's unheard of in this era of football. You know, in a, in a game that's dominated by offense now, Georgia's fought back and, and has been, you know, the, the number one team in the country with their dominant defense. And while Bama's defense isn't horrible, you know, they're only giving up 18.38 points per game um, in, in, you know, it's been a, a, a weird year for them. Um, this is going to be a very, very tough test for this Alabama offense. We're going to see what it's, what it's really made of. Um, and, you know, this is Bama's first time being an underdog since 2015. And not just any underdog, a touchdown underdog going into this game. Um, and I'm still going to take Georgia. Why? Because I think Kirby Smart and this Georgia defense is just way too dominant right now. Um, they, they just feel like the best team in the country. And, and really, let's be honest, I think it's going to be kind of a boring finish to the season. I think Georgia dominates this game i think they dominate the playoff and, and ultimately i think they win the national championship uh, i would love to see georgia michigan in the national championship i think that'd be a great game um also i think georgia cincinnati could be a great game too just just throwing that out there but um anyway looking back to this game i think georgia dominates alabama i think alabama misses the playoff and, and really i love georgia minus seven here so give me georgia minus the touchdown in the sec championship
And the next game on the card, the ACC Championship from Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. Pitt taking on Wake Forest. Both these teams come into this one 10-2 on the season. And, you know, 10-2, really nothing to a whole lot to play for. Obviously, both these teams ranked to the teens. So, you know, a, a playoff bid is pretty much off the table. But Pat Narduzzi has really had a, a stellar year for Pitt. I mean, both these teams have had stellar years. Don't get me wrong. Um, but what Pitt's been able to do has really impressed the heck out of me. You know, um, that loss to Miami kind of derailed the season. Um, but you know they've been able to rattle off four straight wins since then and Kenny Pickett you know returning as, as a fifth year starter has just been insane over 4,000 yards 40 touchdowns on the year for him in no small part for Jordan Addison who is his lead wide receiver with over 1,300 yards and 17 touchdowns himself you know doing a great job there um, and the offensive line really helped out this season you know they returned a lot of guys from last year um, and it shows you know they're putting up 39.454 points per game moving the ball with 6.53 yards per play and, and I think that continues here against wake forest but let's not actually like wake forest can't score the ball either um you know they did have tough losses to north carolina and clemson down the stretch and you know this is another team probably the honestly the top two teams top two strongest offenses in the acc and that's why they you know met up here in the championship game but sam hartman has passed the ball pretty well for for wake forest 3700 yards Jaquan robinson also has been dominant at receiver with over a thousand yards um at perry also dominant at receiver over 1100 yards for him and they returned all five guys up front on the offensive line you know done a great job for them um really has allowed them to, to rush the ball pretty well this season and they're putting up 39.62 yards per play as well so offensively these two teams are, are, are basically identical i don't know that you can you can gather much of an edge um one way or the other i think the real edge in this game comes with the pit defense i'm not saying Pitt's defense is a dominating force they're not georgia or anything um but they've played great football they've uh, uh, held teams to 21.46 points per game um as well as 5.25 yards per play and, and you know while wake force hasn't been horrible they, they've held teams to 26.85 points per game this season um they just haven't felt as polished to me this year even though they returned a lot of guys from last year it seems like they've had a little more struggle on the defensive side of the ball than what Pitt has had and don't get me wrong I love both these teams I've bet on these both these teams so much this season and they made me some good money but I think Pitt has has the much more solid much more put together team um, and ultimately I think Pitt's defense gets it done in this game so give me Pitt minus three here against Wake Forest and the last game of the day, USC taking on Cal. Now, I know in a day that's full of conference championships, full of one and two lost teams, it's hard for me to say that two, four, and seven teams going at it might be my favorite game of the day. But USC Cal might be my favorite game of the day. Um, Cal, there, there's two teams this season that have made me a ton of money either betting on and against just, you know, in spots this season. And that's Michigan State and Cal. I'm something like eight and one in, in betting games that involved this Cal team. And, and for good reason. I absolutely loved this team this season. Did they win a bunch of games? No, they've, they've four and seven going into their last game of the season. No bowl eligibility possible for either of these teams. Um, but they've made so much money. You know, they're coming off that loss to UCLA a week after beating Stanford. Um, and winning-wise, like I said, it hasn't been great for this team. But they have played some very, very competitive football games. I mean, throw UCLA's out last week. That wasn't nearly as competitive of what I've seen. But Chase Garbers is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the country. He's, you know, a quarterback that doesn't get a lot of love. He obviously plays at Cal, 4-7 and team. Um, and really, you know, being on the West Coast, a lot of late games, you're not going to get that love that, that other guys do. But he's had a, a, a decent year, 23 
300 yards, 16 touchdowns. Um, he obviously missed a few games, including that disappointing loss to Arizona. Um, but, you know, this Cal team brings back four starting offensive linemen from last season. Wide receiver Trayvon Clark has really, you know, surprised me. 600 yards for him. Christopher Brooks leads the team with 558 rushing yards. And um, Garbage himself also done a great job rushing with over 400 yards. And don't get me wrong, none of those stats offensively are world beating. This Cal team doesn't score a ton of points. 21.75 points per game. Um, but they do a pretty good job moving the football. 5.97 yards per play um, to go along with that. And, and I get it. They're not the best scoring team in the world. They're not the best scoring team in the Pac-12. Heck, USC scores the ball better than they do. But Cal is just a team that has just really, really impressed me. They play so competitive um and they just can stay in any football game usc um actually before this game was postponed a couple weeks ago i was trying to bet on usc you know it, right before i re recorded that show is when the game got canceled uh but i i was ready to to take usc against cal before it got postponed granted cal had a lot of a lot of covid players which was really why i was leaning usc in that game and you know usc hasn't looked great down the stretch since that game got canceled losses to arizona state ucla and byu and those are all okay teams i mean they're all better teams than usc obviously a team without a head coach well kind of out a head coach obviously lincoln riley's there now um obviously not coaching this game though it's a it's a, a strange thing for usc um obviously jackson dart remains the starter most likely for this game over 1100 yards on the season for him eight touchdowns obviously he hasn't played a ton of games you can't put a whole lot of credit into those stats um ingram has, has done a pretty good job rushing the ball over 900 yards for him um but he didn't play last week and he's still questionable for this game i would kind of be surprised if he plays in a, in a game that means nothing um drake london has done a good job receiving for usc over a thousand yards for him and you know usc doesn't struggle nearly as much as cal to score the ball 27 points five points per game um and they've moved the ball decently well at 5.96 yards per play but their defense is just not great they're, you know they're giving up 29.75 points per game as well as 6.5 yards per play and they've really really struggled against teams that are great or good to, good to better teams anyway um i don't know if great's the right word and great's definitely not the right word for cal um but i think cal is a solid team you know their linebacker group is very very good and i think it's what keeps them so competitive in games don't get me wrong that defensive line is very thin and very vulnerable to the run um, when you watch them play there. But defensively, they've been able to hold teams to 21.08 points per game. And, you know, they've actually, on average, scored more points than they've given up, even though they're 4-7 and seven on the year, which is surprising, to say the least, for me. Um, and when it comes right down to this game, USC is is in a strange place. They've got so many guys out. You know, Jackson Dart, obviously, the, the starting quarterback here. And, and the future for this team is very much unknown. You know, Lincoln Riley takes the job, and, and, and who knows what the roster is going to look like a season from now. It's going to look completely different and USC might be at the pack of the top of the pack 12 then but in this game specifically Cal has been a very competitive team all season they've made me a ton of money all season um, and I think they finished with a, a pretty strong pretty impressive win and I can't not bet on them now so give me Cal minus four here against USC and that is it for college championship Saturday. College football season obviously coming to an end. I mean, we still got Army Navy, still got all the bowl games and whatever. We'll have plenty of shows out for that. But make sure you're following um, the Hot Tip Bets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model action. Got NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, college basketball, USC. I don't know if I missed one, but we got all the picks for all the major sports going on right now. So definitely take a look at the computer model picks there and on the website. Also, follow me at Hot to Best Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all of my content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you get early access to all of the picks the second I record each show. 
Also, if you're watching here on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. Definitely helps the channel out. And drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Championship Saturday. Um, would love to get your guys' opinion on some of these games. And really, thanks for watching today. Thanks for watching this entire season. Um, it, it really turned out to be a great one. We were very, very profitable betting on college football. We'll obviously you know, get all the official numbers and stuff rounded up here as after conferences, after the bowl games, and, and we'll see what we did. But um, pretty profitable in college football, which I could say the same about the NFL and in college basketball right now. But um, college football, anyway, has been great. I've loved doing this. So um, thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.